with long-range rockets in space and rampant hunger on the ground, it's difficult to gauge the state of technological advancement in North Korea today. Scott Thomas Bruce looks closely at modern technology in North Korea. He's an associate at the Nautilus Institute for Security and Sustainability. And Scott, let's start with uh, the World Wide Web. Uh, Can the average middle-class North Korean in Pyongyang sit down at a computer and log on to the same internet we use? No, not at all. First off, this is technology that is only really accessible to the elite within the country. The regime has made sure that those that have access to it are those that it believes have the most stake in the long-term survival of the state. Secondly, it's important to note that they can't actually get to the full Internet. What they get access to is an intranet that has no connection to the Internet we know, that is sort of a controlled playground that the state has set up for them to use. So tell us more about uh, the state-sponsored intranet in North Korea. It's called Kwangmyong. What you have is a system that has some bulletin board functions, some media content, and a series of documents that the regime has screened and allowed to have been uploaded to it that people can access from labs. You rarely will have it in your house. From public labs, where the uh, entry to those labs is controlled by the government. It's, of course, exceptionally well monitored by the state. I think, though, one of the biggest developments is that earlier this year, Kim Jong-un has announced that the system and the Internet in general should be used to collect information that will support the long-term development goals of the state. Right. And what does that mean in terms of the population, that they'll be forever kind of locked out of the Internet? It's important that the state keep out access to sensitive foreign information that they believe will corrupt their citizens. The goal here is to create what's been called a mosquito net. They want to make sure that they can bring in information that they believe is safe for their people to look at, but ultimately they want to make sure that their people aren't able to go out and look at any harmful bits of information. So you have a closed Internet. You have a series of cell phones that can only make calls within the country. Uh, Basically, you're allowed, if you're an elite, free access to materials the state has determined that you should be allowed access to. Now, despite the vigilance and monitoring in China, uh, there have been any number of workarounds from uh, netizens to get through these uh, restrictions and filters. And yet the North Korean government thinks it can restrict the use of technology to just the most elite part of the population. How long do they think they can keep a lid on it? Well, they certainly hope they can keep a lead on it indefinitely. One of the drivers here is you already are seeing things like Chinese cell phones start to slip down to the border in the north. These cell phones can bounce off of Chinese cell towers and actually make calls outside of the country. The regime is understandably very nervous about these, so it's been triangulating the signals and working on trying to arrest and prosecute the people who have had access to them. So what the government is hoping is that it can create its own system that will substitute for any external system that it could not control. So what do you foresee as the digital future of North Korea? When will the genie slip out of the bottle? I mean, it almost sounds like it is already. Well, you're starting to see movement at the edges. I think for now, the system, in part due to the uh, very rigid class structure of the state, is stable. But for the first time, with a million cell phones in the country, there are more conversations going on there than the state security mechanism can track. And the very existence of an intranet means that the North Koreans are becoming information seekers, even in the limited pool that they're allowed to play in. These are very fundamental changes for a country that's probably the most secretive nation on earth. This is a fundamental change in North Korea, although I, I do not believe we're looking at a situation that could lead to some sort of you know, Pyongyang Spring type uprising in the foreseeable future. Scott Thomas Bruce with the Nautilus Institute for Security and Sustainability. Great to speak. Thank you. 
My pleasure.